Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm or also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. So we are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. And if you're on the Book of Faces, we would love to have you over on the Good Things Facebook group. We say it all the time. It is the best place to be if you're already there to keep up with what we're talking about or what we're reading about. And one conversation, I guess I got it started sometime last week. When we have short weeks, it kind of all starts to blur together. That I thought uh, was a lot of fun, and it's picked up a lot of steam. Because there's something most of us have in common. I would say all of us, but all is a pretty you know, uh, specific word. So I'd say most of us have in common is discretionary income of some kind, right? Like um, some more than others, I get that. But then how you get to sort of spend that is, is pretty much up to you and what you enjoy and your passions or things that you like to splurge on or just things you like to buy. And that's about as different as our personalities, our likes and interests. And we tend to sort of pass shade or judgment on those who spend money on things that we find less useful or not on trend or whatever it may be. So this is good thing. So we're not poking fun necessarily at anybody. It's more of just, you know, having the conversation of, I just don't understand why folks are spending money on certain things. And the actual uh, question on the Good Things Facebook group was, what is something you would never buy, but you see others buying often? And it gives you that opportunity to kind of just, what are they thinking um, in terms of where they spend their money? And I'll have to admit, Rhino, the first one, Dan, I was like, oh, that's a jab at Rhino. He's like, Chinese food. And I was like, what did it ever do to you? But usually, it's not like that expensive, right? Like Chinese food, buffets, and and things. Now, you can get... The buffets can get kind of pricey. Okay. So, or I guess, or you can also get pricey with um, the sushi and some other things oh, yeah. of that nature. Uh, That's so, technically Japanese food. Is it? Okay, yes. So, he, there you go. But, and so, people are responding to it like, what? Wow. Huh? But you get to do that because if you don't want to spend your money on that, you don't get to spend uh, your money on that as well. Several chiming in with Crocs. I'm in that. I okay. I'm not in that camp. My kids have Crocs. My husband has Crocs. I do not have that Crocs. I am not purchasing a pair for me. And I have almost just dug my foot in the, in the Druid land in the sand. But I have slipped them on my daughter's on to walk um, either uh, out of the garage or just around the house because they were there. I will give you croc lovers 
the benefit of the doubt that they are comfy. What I can't get past is like, it feels like something's going to fall in my toe. Like, I don't like the fact that there's the little holes. That's when you have to toes. bedazzle them with the little things they put in the holes. So that's what those are for. Oh, I thought yeah. they were just personality charms. I mean, they are, but they also serve the purpose yeah. of, of things not falling. Of giving you a complete shoe instead of a holy shoe. I feel like they could have found a way to make them more attractive, but I know that the look is in, I mean, the point is in also in the look, I think, in that way. Um, but, hey, those who who are uh, teen crocs, you don't care what I think, and I think that's beautiful about it. You will wear them with pride and joy and go on about your business, and I am laughing at you. They seem to Not be more trendy for the younger generations. Mm-hmm. Like, they came out when, when we were, what, in college at that point when they finally came out? And they were not that cool when they first came out. But I think the younger generations have really taken them and, and run with them. So, yeah, I I would poke fun at them. But then I look back at some of the fashion trends that I thought were cool <laughs> in those day and age. And, and I, have, I had to have a pair of Clark's Wallabies. Yeah, the, and those things are just not that comfortable, and they're not that. They're kind of like Crocs, right? But not. No, I mean. Oh, you know, you're talking about the Wallabies. I'm talking about the Burke, the original Birkenstock, oh, yeah, not the, the clogs. sandal, the clog, the, the, the leather Birk- clogs. Yeah, which is kind of like. Which is like a rebranded Earth shoe. Apparently, I wasn't around for the Earth shoe. That was something they still have, from the they 60s still have and build, 70s. They still have buildings. They still have shops, Earth shoe shops. There are little niches now that you can find that way. I was thinking just the other day, my daughter got Barbies for her birthday, and one came with platform jellies. I was like, oh, "Mom used to have a pair of those. <laughs> that is so tragic. I am so sorry, but yeah, I did. I uh, didn't wear those. So that's fine, though. If you are a, a crunk lover, you get to do that. We're just not going to spend." Our money on that. And Tyler has a lot of people, um, I guess, agreeing with him as well. Pumpkin spice, anything. But tis the season. September 1 lets out the pumpkin spice floodgate. I was uh, in a store yesterday and I almost snapped a picture and sent it to you. But Cheerios now has a pumpkin spice Cheerio that comes out during this time of year. I think Oreos has a pumpkin spice or they so, yeah. did or something sort of similar. I mean, if you um, can think that. of a flavor, they've got an Oreo for it nowadays. Yeah, I mean, they're just jumping on that bag and train. And some of it is just you're, if you're a pumpkin spice and you, there's two camps, you're a pumpkin, pumpkin spice lover or you're drawing that line in the stand and you're like i refused even if i semi think it could taste good at this point i'm just not doing it for the sake of like not doing it which i can appreciate hey if you want to die on i've died on smaller hills so if that's the hill you want to go for then be 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 my guest a pumpkin spice latte within the season to me is fine like i'll end up finding myself having one if i'm in that situation but I could not stomach the smell day in and day out as like a ritual during this time of year either. It does get me excited, though, because, you know, it ruined it for a pumpkin pie because I would think that the original I don't know the original, but one of the original things that pumpkin spice was made for or with or from or whatever you call it is good old Thanksgiving pumpkin pie. And you would only get that Thanksgiving ish. Right. Christmas. Although that's more of a Midwest, Northeastern kind of thing. Maybe out West. In the South. We're sweet potato pie, we're right? sweet potato pie. 
<laughs> Darren and Jackson pumpkin spice Cheerios. No, 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 no. Yeah, they're on their they they have the special little aisle sort of set up for them now. You can you'll see you'll start to see it. You'll start to it starts to creep into just about anything. Just and it, I really honestly I think their whole point in that is like folks just to say I'm going to buy it once just to try it and you don't like it like nobody's going back for a second box of pumpkin spice Cheerios it's not happening but you bought that box but if everybody interested buys one then it's a seasonal hit you just wonder when it comes back like I mean why why is it coming back you get the rest of the people that didn't buy it well the first it didn't go around. i didn't try it last year let me let me go ahead and give it and give it a whirl uh this just year just wear you down with it just wear you down with it several also in that sort of vein but pumpkin spice bleeds more over than just the coffee but it would be like the this the fancy coffees like starbucks and all that it does feel a little ridiculous when they ring you up and you hand over a $10 bill or more for a cup of coffee. I get it. Like, I mean, some of it tastes better. The little froth, the frome. If you're on the traveling, I, I mean, I understand treating yourself. But there but are, I'd still much rather have coffee from a coffee shop not named Starbucks than ever spend money at Starbucks. To me, and I, I know I'm not alone in this. And I know now we're never going to get sponsored by Starbucks, so apologies. To oh, it was office, almost done. It was almost over with. Starbucks coffee tastes burnt. No matter what you get, you can get the Java chip, Frappa, Crappa, whatever. <laughs> it's going to taste burnt. I'm not sure. I don't know if I've ever had a burnt experience with Starbucks, uh, but it, it is a there is it is a stouter taste i will definitely say that and maybe it has changed over the years i'm not sure but another name brand that's getting picked on with not understanding the price versus the product or just people's allure to it is the yeti products but i've got to throw in that too like the stanley as well which let me say i got both products in my home several things i don't get spending but, that kind of money on a cooler Unless you're like a super outdoorsman that's going to be out in the bush for a week and you need some something to stay cool. They that are long. proud of their coolers. But the cups and stuff, I mean, if you really want to splurge on a 32-ounce mug that's going to keep it cold for 12 hours out in the sun, go for it. I just I can't pull the trigger on $200 for a cooler. Or more. Or more. For a small one. Um, agreed. Totally agree. I just want to know who who was the switchover in marketing at Stanley because they've been around since like the nineteen oh, hundreds, yeah. and then finally someone was like, "Hey, we need to shake things up, bring what was old is new again, and all the things." And they came back out of nowhere and was like, "Yeti, hold my beer!" And <laughs> now everybody's got a Stanley. <laughs> That's how it works. All right, we've got a lot for you to do coming up next here on Good Things. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. 
Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Something big's happening downtown. Good things are going on. So many good things happening on main streets and downtowns across the Magnolia State. So today we are highlighting what's happening downtown this weekend. It is brought to you by the Mississippi Main Street Association. Now don't forget, you can always go to msmainstreet.com slash calendar to get more information on upcoming events. And as the weather is cooling off, it's coming, guys. That means there will be a lot of fun things to get out and do. First up, we've got something to do in the Berg or in Hattiesburg. Allison Neville is joining us with Downtown Hattiesburg Association for their downtown downtown brews and bites so welcome allison hey rebecca thanks for having me long time no talk i know y'all were just so you know took a vacation all summer nothing big going on (laughs) gearing up for your fall events oh yeah i know it's completely tongue-in-cheek y'all are always up to something but fall does seem like events uh, in the community are back does it feel that way for main street in hattiesburg Yes, we are really gearing up for an exciting fall, and Live at Five will be starting up again. And then this weekend, to me, really signifies the beginning of fall uh, in Hattiesburg, and that's our Downtown Bruise and Bite celebration. So it kind of explains itself just a little bit. Great play on words, by the way, Bruise and Bites. But if we can't connect the dots, what will be going on? This is a food truck festival where we feature six local food trucks, one is a dessert truck, and the other five do small bite pairings, and they're paired with regional beers. So many of those are from Mississippi and surrounding areas, and it's just a great event. Um, It was kind of born out of the pandemic when we were unable to do our traditional Hattiesburg Craft Beer Fest, which is a very large-scale event. So we came up with Downtown Brews and Bites to serve as kind of a little sister spinoff event, and it really took on, and people liked it. So we continued with it. This will be our third year. Well, I think people really enjoy when you help also eat, uh, feed them, entertain them, but also educate them. And so when you start pairing things and they can kind of learn what goes together or what can or the different kind, then it becomes a whole other kind of, you know, event that you can then appreciate sort of after, if that makes any sense. And for those that really do like craft beers, man, there's a whole like world out there of what to eat with which beer and what goes well and trying different ones. And it's a whole thing. That's right. I mean, it's more than just a fun event. It's It really can be educational, and many of those breweries send their reps. And so if you are an enjoyer of craft beer, it really is something else to go to one spot and be able to talk to our neighbors from Southern Prohibition. They brew right down, uh, right down the street from us in downtown Hattiesburg. But also to meet the people behind Fly Llama and Biloxi or Key City and Vicksburg. It's just a one-stop shop, and it's it's a special experience to get to them, get to be in front of the makers, the brewers. So, is it set up, Allison, kind of like uh, downtown, where you get to kind of walk and just uh, mosey, I guess, from food truck to food truck or vendor to vendor, or is it how is it sort of laid out? So, we actually hold this event in Walthall Park. And so we wanted this event to have its own identity separate from the larger craft beer festival. And Walthall Park is very special to me because it's actually a residential park. And it's right in the historic neighborhood where I live. 
um, which is convenient for me because <laughs> it's just down from my house. But it it is such a charming park, and um, people who have attended um, downtown Crawfish Jam, that's how they'll know Walnut. Uh, that's how they're going to know Walthall Park on Walnut Street. It's the same location. But it's a great setup. You know, we have a big stage where we have live music, and this year's band is Galen Martin and the Crutches. And then we have our five food trucks, and I can tell you who those are, and the beer pairings. But we also have yard games, and we do a stein hoisting contest, and we also have non-alcoholic beverages that are included in the ticket price, too. Do we need to buy tickets now, Allison? Do we show up and buy them there? How does that work? We usually have a few at the door, but it is so much smarter to go ahead and get them ahead of time if you can. It's super easy to find those on Eventbrite by looking at Brews and Bites or to go to downtownhattiesburg.com or to hattiesburgcraftbeerfest.com. And that's this Saturday, the 9th from 5 to 7, correct? That's right. Saturday, September 9th. Great local food trucks. Um, and this is a family-friendly event, too. So bring the kids, and if they don't want to do that bruise and bites ticket, uh, some people don't participate in the beer or they're underage. We have a separate bites ticket um, that you can purchase to just come and enjoy the food and the live music. Well, Allison, it's good to have you back on. Can't wait to see what y'all got the rest of the fall. But this weekend is all about brews and bites, so it sounds like a good time for folks to get out and enjoy. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you. Good talking with you. All righty. So we're going to go from Hattiesburg to then we're going to go to the 29th annual Bodock Festival. Make sure I say that right. Bodock Festival. Sorry, in Pontotoc coming up on Saturday. We got Beth to tell us a little bit more about Bodock Festival. Beth, it kind of threw me for a loop there. I was like, I'm going to mess this up. I'm sure I'm not the first person, huh? You are not the first person, that's for sure. It is Bodoc. You had it right that second time. And it's the 29th annual, so that means that the community of Pontotoc really enjoy this event for it to keep coming back almost 30 years. So what's kept it around for so long? Well, uh, each generation brings the next generation. Uh, a lot of the parents now have fond memories of uh, participating in different events when they were children, and they bring their children back. So what's going on uh, this coming up weekend? Tell us all about Bodoc. Well, um, Friday and Saturday morning. By the way, Bodoc is a tree, and we had the second largest tree in the state, and it produces these big green balls that we call we called horse apples when I was a chi- uh, child. So that's where the name Bodoc comes from. But on Friday and Saturday morning, uh, our local fire department here on Main Street has a pancake breakfast from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., um, that's the only event that we have on Friday, but on Saturday we have lots of fun events. Uh, the car and tractor show starts at 8 a.m. Uh, the Tour to Bodoc is a bike ride that's on our Tanglefoot Trail. It's the largest bike ride in the state. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, the largest bike ride in North Mississippi. Uh, last year we had riders who registered from 10 different states to come and participate. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's on our Tanglefoot Trail. So, uh, so far, we've had our largest registration to date this year, so we're looking excited. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, we'll have food trucks. We have the most vendors we've had in several years. We'll have arts and crafts all along Main Street and along the square. Uh, we also have children's activities on the square. 
uh, something we haven't had in the past is Tom Baby Pioneers are going to be setting up. This is in a shaded area beside our city hall, and they'll be making corn shuck dolls and having leather work and a, a lot of other interesting uh, activities they're going to have going on. And we also have um, Chickasaw Nation that's going to be here. Uh, the Bodoc Wood was very an integral part of the Chickas- Chickasaw Nation. They used it for many things, and uh, they're going to be here with a cultural display and also an interpretation station. Um, so we're excited about that. And then the music had a lot of, a lot of fun things going on on the stage. Um, our main uh, headliner is Drake White that's going to be performing at 8 o'clock. And then we have Hannah and Carly before that, Legends of the Blues, the local favorite of ours, and uh, Springville Chapel Choir. So we've got a, a lot of different genres of music that we're excited about. Beth, you just gave us a whole rundown of a whole lot of things going on. No wonder it's been going on for almost 30 years. If people are like, wow, that was a lot, I'd love to sort of pick and see or, or understand. Is there somewhere people can go to see the lineup or sort of get a feel of all the different events that, that are going you on this can. weekend? We actually had a schedule that came out in our local paper today. And I will be um, posting a picture of the events page to our Facebook page, which is Bodoc Festival, B-O-D-O-C-K Festival. And it'll have uh, pretty much where things are going to be and the times that they're going to start. Do we need tickets or anything like that? Is it kind of just come a festival, enjoy the different things no out there? No ticket at all. If you're coming for the music, um, bring a lawn chair, uh, bring your own chair. Also, earlier that day, there will be, like, dance and cheer groups performing. Uh, we're going to have also kind of an open mic starting at 1 o'clock, which uh, we're going to have several groups performing then. And if you want to come and perform, come on. Um, but, um, you know, a lot of activities, just bring a chair if you want to hear some good music. The weather's supposed to be pretty uh, Saturday, too, so we're excited about that. Well, I'm excited that there are things happening uh, around the state for people to get out and sort of enjoy. Sounds like this is one you definitely want to put on your bucket list mm-hmm. for it to be going on for three de- almost three decades, three Beth. Decades. Um, right. But you can come back next year and talk about the 30th. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll be fun. And I'll know how to do it. Bodoc. I'll get it right Bodoc, next year. you got it. You got it, Master. <laughs> I appreciate your time, Beth. Okay, thank you. All righty, and don't forget, too, you got Dinner and a Movie in Clinton coming up on Friday if you're interested in that or learning what's going on in your downtown. You just go to www.mainstreet.com slash calendar for more information on any of the events we talked about today or anything coming um, up. But you stick with us. we got more for you. Up next. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. I'm a morning time, and we're going strong. Man. 
Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget you can watch us on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to Super Talk TV. Don't forget our Super Talk Mississippi News team is covering your Mississippi stories. So stay up to date by signing up for a free weekly newsletter at supertalk.fm slash newsletter. And over at supertalk.fm slash GNR, you still got time to find a registration box to sign up for the Guns N' Roses VIP contest. That will be coming to an end soon because the concert is this month. It is September the 20th in Biloxi at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, and we are still giving you the opportunity uh, to be there. You can get tickets. You can get a night's stay at the Beau Rivage and a limo ride to and from the concert. You do have to be 21 um, to enter, and you do have to find your registration boxes to go and do that. Nothing less than a week. Less than a week. So there you go. If you've been putting it off, now is your time to go and do it, and you may get a concert for free, which I think is something we would all say not a waste of time or energy to go to a good concert for nothing. But if you've been over to the Good Things Facebook group and following along with our conversation from earlier, which is just what is something you would never buy but see others spending a money on? Again, how they choose to use their discretionary income. It's not like a full-blown rant. It's more of like, huh, just not – it's not for me. It's not where I'm going to put my money, but, you know, good for you. A lot of different specific concert tickets coming across <laughs> Specifically, Taylor Swift. And without even asking, I can throw Rhino's name directly into that hat of would never pay a dime, I'm sure, to see uh, that particular. You'd have to pay me something with a comma in it to go sit through (laughs) that. You'd have to get – now, I'd go for – I would go. Like, I would go if it was reasonably priced – and just for the experience. And she was within driving distance, and I didn't have to then add in – all the other things that come with making a vacation out of a concert trip, uh, too. Because I feel like, I mean, I'm sure it is a phenomenal ex- like show and experience, the whole thing. But the level in which some have chosen to elevate the experience, I don't get. There's just a certain frequency produced by the human voice, especially the, the younger women that... that it's a piercing frequency that generally comes out at stuff like boy band concerts or Taylor Swift concerts or cheer competitions where it's just instant head. Oh, cheer comp- that brought back that brought back some memories. There there is a squeal at a cheer competition that just rivals nothing. Your, your brain rattles around in your skull when it goes off. <laughs> But you may have forked out money or save up to go see, you know, somebody else that may not be to other people's likings. And that's totally, you know, that's uh, that's okay too. So that's fine, though. But once again, we're on the same page with that. I appreciate the people who are um, agreeing with you, Rhino, on what you said about Starbucks. They now have coined a new phrase on the ceasefire text line, Charbucks, that it tastes like burnt coffee. Now, now, see, this how this, this is how it works. Now I'm like, well, I need to go buy me a cup just to taste it to see if it, see if it has that kind of chard. I haven't really thought. I didn't put that much thought into my. I can't tell you the last time I had. I, I had didn't one. notice it until I actually had good coffee at a different coffee shop, and I was like, wow, this is really good coffee. And then I had Starbucks after. I was like, that's awful. It's just bad. Yeah. And costs twice coffee. as much. Bad coffee is a bad thing, though. Yeah, I mean, burnt coffee is awful. It smells right up there with like burnt popcorn. It's just, it's, it is, it is bound to ruin your day in some form or fashion. I think that's directly tied to how good it smells when it's done properly. Mm-hmm. 
Same thing with popcorn. Yeah. You get that movie theater popcorn smell, and it's like, this is magical. Burnt popcorn smell, it's like, all right, I need to get some fresh air. Same thing with coffee. Fresh coffee, whether it's fresh ground or fresh brewed, heavenly smell. Burnt. Awful. Open the door. You know immediately when you walk into the office the next day or you or you come home and you have that smell that hits you at the door of, <gasps> I forgot to turn the coffee pot off. And you pray that you left. Like, and now I guess most have like um, safety timers and whatnot. They'll, yeah. they'll shut themselves off. But if you got an old school one that's hanging out with you for a while or like a bun and some of those, they do not. They do not. And if there's enough liquid, it slowly starts to char and burn up. But... And you rush to see, like you're thinking, oh, that could have been bad. And it could have been bad. You could have popped the, the glass or whatever else. But it is a very distinct, you open the door and it's like, oh, my God, I can't even to do that. Another one that's getting a lot of um, like-minded folks are lottery tickets. Okay, I feel like I don't spend money on anything. I'm agreeing with all of you. I have yet to. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. What I'm, trust me. I am wasting it somewhere. But, uh, but. So I I have I've never bought a lottery I have never paid for a lottery ticket, um, but I feel like those who keep getting headlines like the one over at Supertalk.fm would say jokes on you, um, because there was another hundred thousand dollar Mississippi Match Five ticket purchased in um, Florence uh, for Tuesday night's drawing. So the approximately ninety eight thousand eight hundred dollar ticket was contained the winning number six eleven twenty twenty five twenty six. It was purchased at Bridges Quickie. Number one in uh, in Florence. So there you go. I mean, it's like, huh, who doesn't buy them now? So those that do buy them, they're like, hey, you don't buy them. That's just more chances for for me to win. I just am in, have always been that, you know, you have to be in it to win it. But I've always just been a little pessimistic of it's not going to be me. It's probably not going to be me who who wins it. So and you don't get nothing for the for the ticket that you that lost no. there's no experience there's there's no positive return on that investment other than i guess you are paying for a little slice of excitement between purchasing it i guess scratching it off that's really a short but if you do buy into the mega millions or the powerball or all those you do you now can have conversation around the water cooler at work because you're kind of in it to see if you'll be drawn but that's it that's all you paid for like that's, Which, that's it speaking of scratch-offs i've seen the hack on social media but i'd never seen it in real life until the other night i'm standing in line at the gas station and i saw some because you still have some gas stations with a little pump of hand sanitizer mm-hmm. i saw somebody buy a, a stack like 12 15 scratch-offs Pumped a big dollop of hand sanitizer in their hand and then walked over to the side and used it one at a time, just going over the scratch-off stuff to just dissolve it instead of having to scratch well, it off. Well, and that's smart. That is a professional there. That is a, that's got some major discretionary income or their Powerball winnings wouldn't last long because of the way that they spend their discretionary income. One of one of the two, or it was just Either a really way, bad day. Pro at scratch offs, and they said today's been a bad day. It's all gonna go up in flames, and I'm just gonna blow it all on scratch offs and see what 
see what kind of happens or comes comes out in the end. I'm with Lauren right now. She says ripped clothes. So I'm speaking from a parental's perspective at this particular moment. But I remember being 14, 15 and wanting the Jinko. I mean, I you know, I went through the phase. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, but, they were popular. I just even back then, I never could bring myself to, to pay for pre-distressed clothing. I've been a big guy as long as I can remember. All it takes is bending the wrong way, and they're distressed enough. I don't have to pay somebody to do it for me. There is a sense of pride, even as a teenager, if you had a pair of jeans or a jean jacket or, like, something that you wore the whole, like, you wore it the whole into it or however you want to say it. Like, you, it was yeah, that, so. The hole in this knee has a story. story. <laughs> Or that you just so many times or watched it so many times it was a well-worn whatever instead of went and buying it. Or if you got, like, I would say probably not permission, but if you figured out a way to slowly rip them yourself, like with the little cutters, and then you could walk the excess length off of of them. them, And, you know, then they just felt a little more, you were a little more proud of them than if you just went and purchased them um, that way. But they are all the rage at the moment and some of the price tags on half my favorite there was a meme that went around i wish i could find it but it shows these groups of girls walking down the um i guess the road and they all have like the ripped jeans and there's like this commentator it's like they've been mauled by a bear it's just (laughs) it was just the perfect description of how they they looked like they you know had just had a um an encounter with a with a mountain lion or a bear or something but no that is that is today's fashion. But isn't that kind of how it's supposed to go? Like, there's supposed to be a separation between thinking of older, more wise age groups and the younger in terms of what is cool. Oh, like, no. I can't imagine. I don't know of a general. I mean, skinny jeans will be back around in about oh, yeah, they'll five, come. ten years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's 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 cyclical. Is that what they call it? You know, all I always of, thought those things were silly. You know, um, bell bottoms—they're back. How many of you are, are like looking at that, going, "No"? It's like the third or fourth time they've been back. Right, but they're really making a comeback right now. Lainey Wilson's one of them in country music who's really brought them back. Hers are sparkly and probably not appropriate for your everyday wear, but I was about <laughs> to say, I think I think there's other reasons she likes that shape of pants. Either way, there are little <laughs> girls showing up to all her shows with true blue bell bottoms on now, and it's like bringing back, bringing back a little bit of a, a little bit of a trend. You will not see Rebecca Turner in a pair of bell bottoms over the age of at the age of forty. But stick with us; we got more for you up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to 
good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. Hope you've got that downloaded. And you can always find us, too, on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. It is a short week, so just letting you know, Friday's coming quick, fast, in a hurry. And we got you some high school football here on Supertalk. You can catch a local game on just about every Supertalk Mississippi station. Plus, you can stream all the games you, your whole heart desires and get up-to-the-minute uh, scores from across the entire state by going to supertalk.fm slash high school. If you've got that app, the Super Talk Mississippi app, you can open it up, find the word sports, click it. There you go. All you need to know there as well. And then coming up Friday after Sports Talk, you got the scoreboard preview show at 6. And then you got the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. Um, wherever you listen or watch Super Talk. So Friday's getting here a day earlier this week, boys and girls. So it should be, uh, it should be a good time. Okay. So everyone likes a little bit of a shortcut. Not all shortcuts are good, but you can't hate on at least trying to figure out a shortcut to some of the things in life. But then some things just don't make sense to make shortcuts. They can get you in trouble. Here's a headline for you. Two workers are arrested because it was a bad idea. For digging shortcut through, it's going to be a really bad idea. The Great Wall of China. Who, who made you think that that was going to end well for you? Like, you know what? I just really don't want to have to walk all the way around this wall. <laughs> it is a pretty long wall. It is a pretty long wall. Or climb up and over it to talk to the team on the other side or to do what needed to be done. I should have just talked to David Copperfield. Didn't he walk through the Great Wall of China on TV one time? I don't know. But Chinese authorities have arrested two construction workers accused of using an excavator to dig a hole through the Great Wall. In one of the central provinces uh, in that oh, way. So they just went straight through it. They, I was thinking maybe they tried to dig under it and got caught. Now they just, hey, bring out the heavy equipment. we got to tear down this ancient thing. So this is the 32nd Great Wall, or maybe it's the 32nd piece. I don't know. It dates back to the Ming Dynasty of 1368 to 1644, and I'm not even going to try to get the countries correct. It's old. And they love it, and they don't want you digging holes through it. Let's just put it uh, that way. But yeah, what? popular belief is that you can see the Great Wall of China from space. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Have you been there? No, but I've seen interviews with astronauts that have said that's just a myth. I would be very disappointed if the only reason why I went to space was to be able to see the Great Wall of China, and it just wasn't there. Like I feel like that would be a huge letdown. It, it really would. No, that is that is not true. The wall runs 13,000 miles across the country. It started construction in 20 or 220 B.C. and has been continuously built until the 17th century. And they're just going to take an excavator right to it to sort of get through to the other side. What are you thinking? Like, really? What part of that makes any good well, walking around sense? Without getting too political because no. it's good things. Yes. China is kind of known especially recently for shortcuts when it comes to uh, building or construction. It was a 38-year-old man and a 55-year-old woman. Huh. Were the two construction workers. She got suckered into it. <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. Yeah, it was all his idea. You know, those young kids, they just don't want to work anymore. They just want to find shortcuts through... <laughs> also be mad too if i went and like half the wall was you know i'm just trying to figure out okay it's a shortcut they're they're working with heavy equipment near the great wall what exactly were they planning 
that they were building or digging or that that were that required a shortcut through the Great Wall. I don't know. But again, if you were just trying to get through to the other side quickly, then I'm sure it made you know what it reminded me of though is in uh Shawshank Redemption where he dug his way out of prison behind the poster just a little bit. You know, you feel like they could have put a little flag or like something up to cover up their doings. The dumb part is that they thought they'd actually get you could get away with it and not know. Like and just have your little own little seat. Well that was probably the idea. They probably like stuck one tooth of the excavator into the wall and chipped out a little chunk. It's like, Oh yeah, we can just make a, a tunnel our size and then the next bucket scoop just boom, here comes the whole thing collapsing it's like oh no i'm just what did we do but they were older in years at least they weren't young kids could you imagine getting that call from like hey mom i'm in jail for what tried to tear down the gray wall of china <laughs> with an older chick although they're over there so i guess they just call it the great wall really i mean why would they, if we had a Great Wall of America, would we call it the Great Wall of America, or would we just call it the Great Wall? I have no idea. <laughs> I know other things they would call the wall, but not <laughs> for our show. Although, technically, I mean, the Mall of America, they called it the Mall of America. So, yeah, maybe. Uh, we're pretty narcissistic over here. We like to... It's American. All right, stick with us. you got more for you coming up next. you got the boys with sports talk from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.